Hey guys, welcome to Conversations with Michi K. Your dopeness is dope. And I decided to do this episode and name it Girl Get Up. Girl Get Up. Get up from your mess. Get up from the bed. Get out your head. Girl, get up. And whatever your girl get up is, this is for you. Girl, get up. I'm going to tell you guys a story. In 2015, I had gotten into a relationship and it wasn't the best relationship. And of course, at first it started off very fun. We had fun, we laughed, we talked. And we were together so much that we decided to move in together. And this is the craziest part of this, is that when we decided to move in together, I felt it immediately that it wasn't a good idea. I felt immediately that, no, you shouldn't do it. But I had already given notice to my um, leasing office. I had already given notice saying, hey, I'm moving out on April 19th, and they had already leased my my townhome out. But I was, it's like I was too far in it. And, I went through so much in this relationship that I just, I I didn't know how to get out of it. And the only person that could get me out of it was God. Sometimes God will teach you a lesson where he'll allow you to do something. He won't stop you because he's trying to do something on the inside of you so that you'll know never to go down that road again. And it's painful. But he allows you to do it. It's kind of like, don't touch that iron. Don't touch that iron. Don't touch that iron. You're trying to protect your child from touching an iron because you know that they're going to get burned if they touch it. So you start saying stuff when the iron is cool, like it's hot. Ooh, hot, hot, you know? So the child knows not to touch this iron. This is hot and it'll burn you. This, this is not for you. This is for adult use only. If you guys hear noise, it's because I'm in the car, but I felt like this was something I really needed to talk about. So in 2015, I get into this relationship and, me, and immediately know that it's not for me. I, I know, I feel it in my spirit. So in 2016, Um, We move in together and day one I have regrets as I'm moving my things out of my townhome. I feel like I'm making a mistake But we've already signed another lease on another apartment too So he's already given his notice and his apartment is is you know now leased out and we have nowhere to go But during this time, it's so much turmoil I'm being accused of cheating. I'm being accused of shopping too much or I dressed a certain way because I'm going to work and for the men to look at me. It was it was an emotionally damaging, emotionally draining relationship. And I promised myself that I would never get into something like that again. I promise. I took all blame. Listen, I took all blame. And some people may say I'm too hard on myself. But I took all blame because I was like, girl, you know better. 
But the girl get up moment didn't happen immediately. It wasn't like the snap of my fingers and, oh, I know that this is a girl get up moment. It wasn't like that. I had to go through the trenches. And as I'm going, I don't think that it's the relationship at the time. I really believe it's everything other than the relationship. God has a sense of humor. Because when he wants to get your attention, he'll do something that makes you go like, wait a minute. You you were here the whole time. I was praying to you. You didn't hear me. Did you change your number on me, God? That's how I talk to God. God, did you change your number on me? Were you looking at call ID? Because like I was calling you. And God said you still hadn't learned. You still weren't getting what I was trying to show you. Guys, I would get in my prayer closet every day and I would pray. But I would put the people in my job, including my sister who works with me. I would put people in my job's name in the Bible and pray over the names and be like, God, show me who these people are. Show me, you know, if they're talking about me. Because I felt the strife on my back. I really, really felt it and could not get out of it. I was like, God, what is going on, Lord? And one day, I, I it was a Sunday. And I had, I didn't feel well. I had an upset stomach. I went to the store and the store is literally like two, two minutes away from my house in car, like in a car. And I was in the car and to the store and back, I heard five different songs. Now, how is that when songs are like three minutes long, right? But when God has a word for you, it'll be like, wait a minute. How did that even happen? God does things in the supernatural. That in the natural, it doesn't make sense. So I was literally listening. And one of the songs was Alabaster Box by C.C. Winans. And I heard that song and I was like, man, okay, God. And then another song was Cooling Water by Lee Williams. I think it's Lee Williams and the Williams Brothers. I think that's the name of it. But the the song was Cooling Water. And then the last song was... I Told the Storm by Greg O'Quinn. And if anybody knows that song, that song says, I told the storm to move. So when I got back home, my stomach was still hurting. I drank some of the ginger ale and I laid back in bed and was like, I'm not going to go to church today. But I had a spiritual app on my phone and in the app, this on this particular day, the app, there was a pop-up, like a message that came up that said, get up, get ready, go to church. God has a word for you say what wait a minute god i think you got my phone calls what do you mean get up and go to church there's a word for me and the word was god told my chaos peace be still it's when jesus and the disciples are on the boat and jesus is asleep but they're in a storm and they're in the midst of the storm and the disciples are freaking out and jesus says he wakes up like nothing's bothering him like they're not in the middle of the ocean like they're not trying to get to the other side and that like nothing is going on and jesus told the storm and the wind be still god will tell your storm to be still so i started getting in my prayer closet and it didn't feel like god was making a move i'm talking about guys it didn't feel like he was moving still like he had told me all this stuff but it's like i was like so you're just not gonna come in here daddy and like move this out the way i need you to move this he won't leave god like i told him to go he won't leave 
and and I'm uncomfortable. And God said, I have to make you uncomfortable for you to understand that you need to come to me. So as I'm going, I'm going to work every day and I'm uncomfortable and I'm not crying. It's like I couldn't cry about the situation. It's like I just had to sit and muddle in it. Like literally sit and stay in the situation. God would not let me get out of the situation. He wouldn't come in and like remove it. I had to go through the trenches. And one day I got in the prayer closet and I was praying. And as I was praying, I called out his name. The guy that I was in a relationship, the guy that I was living with, the guy that was sleeping next to me every night, I called his name out. And it's like the floodgates open. Everything I needed to see happened. And so I started making changes. I went to the apartment complex um, leasing office and I told them, because by this time we had moved in. And so... I went to them and I told them like, hey, this is what I'm going through. And and I needed to move into an apartment. She said, apartment won't be ready until December. I said, that's fine. I'll take it because it was October. And I knew that if I can get through October, I knew that God would push me through December, um, through November. And if he pushed me through November, then I knew for a fact that he would push me through December, right? So I knew that God would do all these things like I had faith that he would do it it was like I was walking around in a chaotic place but there was a a different kind of peace on me I was no longer afraid I was no longer um tripping I literally had made peace with the fact that things weren't going to go right and it was going to be okay but that God was going to get me out this situation because he was not it was not destined for me to be in this situation God has a funny sense of humor because we'll put ourselves in a situation and or we'll put ourselves in a relationship or we'll do something that we're not supposed to do, whatever it could be. Like God will allow you to be in that, but he's going to get you out. Like God's going to come to your rescue. He's not going to let you sit there too long, but he has to teach you a lesson so you'll know to never go back to that thing again, whatever that thing may be. Whatever that thing may be, God will make it so you never go back there again. And so, one one particular day, I was going to the barbershop, and I remember this day because it was, and this is transparency, guys. He was like saying, oh, I'm leaving this apartment, and I'm this, and I'm that. He was like making fun and just doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and... God has a way of showing you who somebody is too. Let me just say that because he kept messing with me in that restroom, but I never would budge. I never would say anything. And what ended up happening, what ended up happening was he didn't get approved for the apartment. And I, I, I thought it was something that I had done. I called my sister and was like, God is mad at me. Like for real, because he literally will not let this dude leave. He won't let him leave. And I'm crying to my sister. And my sister gave me, she was like, no, no, no. When you get home, open up the windows. And she's telling me all this different stuff to do. She's like, go do this and go do that. And watch he start leaving. Watch watch God move it. But one of the songs she told me to play was Greg O'Quinn, I Told the Storm. How is it that God 
has it that way where he will do something when he wants to get your attention. He had my sister tell me the same song that I heard on the radio weeks prior. I told the storm to move. And I got home from the barbershop and I opened the windows and he and his friends were sitting in the living room and I opened the windows and I, put, I have two phones. So I put it on one phone and then put it on another phone, open the windows. And within like two minutes, they had cleared the air. Like the house was clear. It was just me and God up in there. But I wouldn't stop playing that song. I had it on repeat because I needed whatever storm that was in my life. And he was the storm. He was the mountain. Like I needed him to leave God. And he came to me and I started praying. So this was it too. God will build your character in a situation. So I started to pray that God would help him find an apartment, that God would move him out. And so God said, well, why don't you help him? When I say help him, I mean, go look for the apartment for him. So I, I went and did that. I went and started looking for the apartment for him. And, the, and I went into one apartment and I prayed on it. And he, I said, go apply here. He went and applied and he got approved. And he was out of my house within a week. So November passed. And guys, I was literally, I had nothing. Because everything was going to my new apartment. So I didn't feel like I needed to um, bring furniture into the old apartment. Because I knew I was moving in December. And here it was like the beginning end of October beginning of November and so I knew I had to get back to Nietzsche so I had my cry and my cry wasn't for him or the relationship it was for me because something had died inside of me like he had taken away something inside of me that joy that that peace that I always carried around it was now gone it was now gone. It wasn't there anymore. And so I went on. In 2017 came. We had Super Bowl 51, and I started traveling for the company, right? And as I'm traveling for the company, we're having fun. But there's something. I have peace around me. I feel good. I'm getting back to me. I'm even shopping again, right? That's my favorite thing to do. I'm even shopping again. Um and I was sitting there and I heard something that said the reason why you allowed yourself to get into that and you need to forgive yourself is you didn't love yourself enough to not get into something that I had warned you about in the first place I didn't give you that feeling for no reason I wanted you to not do it but you didn't want to listen to me so I had to take you through it so I started waking up in the mornings and telling myself, I love you. I love you. I love you. And at first, I didn't even believe it. At first, I didn't believe that I loved myself, guys. At first, I didn't believe that I could do better. Not because I couldn't do better than him, but I could do better. You know, I had the peace. I had the job. I was walking around happy. I was smiling. But on the, on the inside, again, something was still lost, even though I had peace. I don't know if anybody has ever been there where you have this peace that's surrounding you, but you, you're not your old, you're not how you used to be. You're not how you used to be. It's like you, God's pruning you for something. He is doing something. And finally, 
on July 27, 2017, I looked in the mirror. I woke up and I was doing my makeup and I stopped. I mean, I'm mid-makeup and if women are listening to this, you know, when you get to a certain point, you don't want nothing to touch your face. Like, you don't want anything to mess up how your makeup looks. Like, you're at that point where you're like, what? This is it right here. And I... Was at that point in my makeup where if I cried, I was going to have to start all over again. And I looked in the mirror and I said, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I kept saying, I love you. I couldn't stop saying I love myself. Kept saying, I love you. And on that day, I realized that I really did love myself. I re- and I smiled and I cried and I broke down and I had to do my makeup all over again. Because I realized that I really did love myself. And I promised myself on that day, July 27, 2017, that I would never put myself in, that, in a situation where I allowed somebody to take something so precious for me that I allowed them to change how I moved and act or, or they, they were emotionally a burden to me. Like I promised myself that I wouldn't do that again, right? Girl, get up. Girl, get up. I'm quite sure we've, and mine was just a relationship, but I've had other moments where I've had to tell myself, get up. I've had moments where I've had to tell myself, you got this. You're the woman for the job. Doubt is always going to come. There are always going to be things that come in that try to hinder you from what God, the purpose that God has on your life. But you have to tell yourself, get up. For me, I thought it was that I was supposed to be in this relationship, even though God had already told me I wasn't supposed to be in that relationship, right? But I had to have a girl get up moment. I had to plant my feet on the ground. I had to stand strong. I've always been very independent. But I had to give everything to God. I had to say, girl, get up. This is not the life that God destined for you. This is not what God has for you. Girl, get up. I'm telling somebody today, girl, get up. If you're not happy with your situation, girl, get up change it do something different if you need to start the business because you no longer want to work for somebody else girl get up if you are afraid to start the podcast or you're afraid to start doing makeup but you know that you're a bomb makeup artist like you know that you can do this thing girl get up If you know and you're a guy that you're a great basketball player, or if you're a girl and you're a great basketball player, and you're having doubts, start doing the research. Start, you know, practicing. Boy, girl, get up. Get up. Don't allow yourself to wallow in the doubt, in the fear. Don't allow yourself to wallow in what your mind is telling you. Tell your mind to shut the hell up and, girl, get up. If you have to tell yourself that every day, girl, get up. I deserve this. I'm enough for this. Girl, get up. God gave me a word yesterday for three of my friends. And one of them didn't answer. So God's going to work on that. But two of them did. One of them is actually a family member. And I told her, you got to start. Whatever you're trying to do, you just got to start. Don't worry about it. You stepped out on faith and, faith and quit your job. And God is now saying, girl, get up. Girl, get up. Depression has to go. Anxiety has to go. Fear, we bind it in the name of Jesus. Girl, get up. 
fight for what you want. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus goes and heals Jairus' daughter because she's asleep and Jairus thinks she's dead. He goes in and he says, Talitha Koumi, which means little girl rise. Tell whatever that is on the inside of you that wants you to stay down. Talitha Koumi, little girl rise. I pray that this message blesses you. I pray that it reaches you. We all have had girl get up moments, but God has made you so uniquely distinctive that he gave me this word not only for myself but for you he let me go through a situation where I had to tell myself to get up so that you could get up so that I could tell you that you'll make it through the bad relationship that no matter how hard the how hard the job is that you can get up look yourself in the mirror put your feet on the ground and make hell shake and say girl get up remember God has you and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you. Remember, this is Conversations with Nietzsche K. Your dopeness is dope. Girl, get up. Have a great one.